0: As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall...
1: Well, greetings everyone, and welcome to another edition of our Confirmation Podcast, and our first one of 2019. Yay! Happy New Year! Oh, wonderful. Alright, so uh, this week, uh, so last time we talked a little bit about the birth of Jesus, which seemed really fitting, because a few weeks later we celebrated and lifted that up. And now we're going to move on to sort of the next important event in Jesus' life, and that is his baptism. And then what follows almost always immediately is his temptation by the devil. Um, And so what I'm going to actually do is um, I'm going to read from Matthew 3, and this is verses 13-13 through, let's see, chapter 4, verse 11. Now, this this does generally occupy a really small portion of the gospel, but it also is a, a turning point. Um, we have leaped ahead in time. Usually what proceeds right before this is the stories about John the Baptist who is out there um, baptizing people in the wilderness and calling them to repentance. And then we get this passage. So here we go from Matthew 3, 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Continuing into chapter 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter, which is also Satan's name, came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Afterwards, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, and he said to him, All these I will give you, if you fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. Now, that's the end of this passage, and primarily what it is that we're going to talk about next week. So there's these two important moments, right? The the baptism, which almost becomes... Um, there's a term that we sometimes use in church called commissioning, right? It's when we sort of... Um, it's the point where people are blessed to go and do a certain thing. So, for example, we do this for... Um, uh, Sunday school teachers at the beginning of the Sunday school year, or we'll do this for uh, the council, actually, um, in just this, this upcoming weekend. Um, we take care of that. So there are all these different ways that we kind of commission, and this is, in some ways, Jesus commissioning, because right after this, Jesus goes into ministry. Um, up until that point, we have not heard about it, but there's something about this baptism Um, of Jesus that really sort of makes that point really clear. And the other thing is that temptation always follows, right? I always think this is kind of a cool part of this, is that um, it's not like being baptized means you no longer have to deal with being tempted. But instead, it continues to come. That even Jesus, even after he is baptized, even after he is commissioned, uh, he's had this wonderful, amazing experience of the Spirit falling upon him and, and, um, and God's voice sort of proclaiming who he is. And yet still after that, he has to go and face and deal with temptation. It's just part of our, our human life is having to deal with those things together. Now, we're going to read another passage, which doesn't actually have to do with this specific moment of baptism and and temptation, but I want you to listen to it and to just notice a few things. And this is going to be a reading from John 3, And, and you'll notice, especially towards the end, there will be some verses that I think will probably be a little familiar. So, here you go.
0: Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi...
1: All right, so uh, let's thank uh, Brittany Rodriguez. Brittany is uh, our new communications person here for youth ministry here at the church, and she did a really amazing job of reading that passage from John 3. Now, um, I just want to point out a few things there. Notice uh, a few things like Nicodemus, who is this important disciple in the Gospel of John, shows up in the middle of the night. So there's something kind of hidden about that, right? Um, And he asks these questions about what does it mean, ultimately, to be born from above the other way by the way that that, that same words those words kind of get translated as being born again that's where you hear that phrase of being born again um and it and it has to do with Jesus is pointing out that this idea of being baptized is not just something that we do sort of flippantly but instead it is about being born into something new um that doesn't mean it's not difficult regular birth is difficult right but yet um, it does push us into this new identity, this new person, right? And so um, for Jesus, this is about being part of the kingdom of God or, or being connected to, to what it is that God is up to. And it culminates or ends with that, with that phrase that's so important, for God so loved the world that he gave his only sons, that this being born is about, about salvation and um, what it is that God is up to ultimately. All right, so we have two questions for this week. Um, First one is actually a question I want you to ask somebody else. Um, And I want you to ask your, um, uh, whether it's a parent, a loved one, a grandparent, whatever, to tell them the story about what happened when you were baptized. So uh, when was it? Um, uh, How old were you? Um, who else was there? Uh, who are your who are your godparents? Sometimes we call them baptismal sponsors. Um, did you cry when you were baptized? Um, Any of those kinds of things. Was it at Triumphant? Was it at another church? Just get them to tell you kind of the story. Get a a little bit of details. It's good to know these kinds of stories. For example, I I was baptized when I was 16 days old um, in Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Front Royal, Virginia, because that's where we lived at the time. Um, And honestly, I was baptized 16 days in because that's when my grandparents and... um, uh, my aunt, who is my godmother, uh, happened to be able to visit. And so that, that happens to be the reason why. So, okay, number number one question, ask about your baptism and what happened. Number two, think a little bit about what are the things that tempt you most often, that tempt you um, away from something, that away from life, uh, away from uh, uh, being kind, away from uh, being loving, any of those kinds of things, and instead turn you towards... Oh, we can say selfishness, uh, sinfulness, um, uh, any of those kinds of things. Uh, The things that you feel like uh, uh, tempt you to do something that you, I wouldn't say that you don't want to do, but that you know isn't always good for you, right? So um, you could say, for example, uh, uh, food tempts you, or a specific kind of food can be really tempting for you. Um, but that's not necessarily true. You need food, right? So there's something about it that you find uh, more tempting than anything else. So, anyway, think a little bit about temptation, and we'll talk about that when we get to class. Alright? I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Oh, sinners, let's go down, let's go down,
0: come on down. Oh, sinners, Go down, down in the river to pray. As I